Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of The Morning Rush, which you can catch every weekday morning from 6 to 9 on ESPN Arkansas. You can also check out our website, hitthatline.com, for all types of great interviews, podcasts, articles, videos, whatever it is dealing with the Arkansas Razorbacks. Be sure to check it out at hitthatline.com. It's been a while, folks. Have a little sabbatical from the podcast dealing with Christmas and New Year's. Hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas and a wonderful New Year's. I know it was very exciting for me and a lot of fun for me, but now that we head into 2019, it's going to be all about resolutions, right? That's what people do in the New Year's. They enjoy the Christmas holidays with family, loved ones. They go through it all, and they feel the strict cheer and joy of giving to others and spending time with your loved ones, which catapults you right into the New Year. And in the New Year, after giving so much to some everybody else, New Year's Day, especially, is kind of about us, right? It's kind of about you. You, the individual. And it's so funny because so many times when we think about New Year's, we think about resolutions in the way of eating healthy. Happens all the time. And there's nothing against this resolution. I think that in most cases, it's completely fine and normal. In fact, it's admirable. If many of you are going to choose to say, you know what? I want to eat healthier. I want to work out more. I want to be a better individual to my body. Because that's what's important, and I can always do better, and here's how I'm going to do it. X, Y, Z. I'm going to go to the gym three times a week. I'm going to meal prep all my meals, and I am going to cut out sweets. Boom, boom, boom. There's your steps. And you're going to try to follow through with it. Some of you may fail. Some of you may go through it all. Either way, proud of you for at least trying. But that's what we're going to do. And this is something similar that I talked about on my show this morning and dealing with New Year's resolutions. And as a Razorback fan, what should the Arkansas Razorback Athletic Department make for their New Year resolution? Now, there's a lot of different ways you can go with this. I think the first and foremost and the most basic of ones that you can come out and say is, hey, how about the football team actually wins a conference game? Yes, that would be helpful. But if, say, if you're Whatever. Football team, I'm done with it. What about basketball? Ooh. How about we actually make it to the NCAA tournament and make it into the second weekend to a Sweet 16? That should be the resolution for this basketball team. Okay? But say if you don't even find that realistic. You say, baseball team, you made it to the College World Series final last year. You were one foul ball away from winning it all. And you didn't. So now... The only thing to do is to go back, get back to the College World Series Finals, and this time, win it all. Don't worry about anything else. Just find a way to win it all. (laughs) Only in a perfect world, right? But you know what? These are the things that you think of as Razorback fans that you would like to see, that you would like for them to accomplish. All of these things. And it makes it difficult because... You have to be realistic in your resolutions. For instance, if you're talking about what you want to do to eat healthier and all of that fun stuff, I don't think a solid New Year's resolution is to have a body like Channing Tatum by the end when it's all said and done. Now, if you want to do that, hey, power to you. Maybe you'll get there. But, you know, you're not realistic about that. You set a goal for certain pounds that you want to lose. You will set a goal for 
the amount of times you want to go to the gym or maybe uh, your body fat, whatever it is. You set certain goals that you know are realistic to obtain. And it comes into play in the same thing when you deal with the Razorback Athletic Program. And this is what we discussed on the show this morning. Realistic expectations. Expectations that will satisfy you. Because resolutions are all about that. It's about obtaining a goal, sure. But it's about you being satisfied with that goal. Losing five pounds is a goal. Cool. But are you going to be satisfied with that? It may make you feel good. But at the end of the day, it's not going to satisfy you. And so that's what I'm talking about when you deal with New Year's resolutions for the Arkansas Razorback Athletic Program. Realistic, reasonable expectations while also maintaining some type of goal to obtain success that you will be satisfied with. Simple as that. So would you say you just, oh, win an SEC game? Of course. Okay, would that make you satisfied, though, given the circumstances? If Arkansas went 1-12 with that one SEC victory, would that make you satisfied? Probably not. Would 6-6 six and six make you satisfied, given where you were this past season in 2018, to where you could be? Be four wins better. I don't know about you, but I'd be pretty satisfied if this team won six games next year. I think that'd be a pretty incredible run. It's not the end game, but it's a nice little step. And same thing with basketball team. This team made the NCAA tournament. Would I consider that to be a huge success? Yeah, probably, all things considered. But I don't think sitting here and saying they have to go to the NCAA tournament and go to the Sweet 16 is going, anything short of that is going to be utter failure. No, I don't see it that way. I think making it to the NCAA tournament, though, would be a solid resolution. And what about baseball? What about baseball? Baseball you can count on. It's one of the elite programs in all of college baseball. No doubt about it. Great fans, great stadium, great atmosphere, great players, great everything, great coach. So it's nothing new for Arkansas to be really good at the sport. But since they got so close this past season to winning it all, it just gives you a feeling that you have to get to that point because where else is there to go? What else is there to do? How else can you look at it? other than just winning it all. It's a lot easier said than done, I know. But it's a reasonable expectation and a goal to make it back to the College World Series, right? Of course it is. So really think about this, folks. Think long and hard about it. What do you want your Arkansas Razorback New Year resolution to be? Do you want it to be more focused on football? I saw some people tweet at me this morning that said, hey, they just, they just don't want to suck. That's your New Year's resolution. Well, thank you, of course. But I think we all don't want to suck, whether it's in our sports teams or us as individuals. None of us want to suck. Well, <laughs> phrasing, boom. But regardless, we all want to be better. And that's what about going into a new year is all about and making these resolutions because we want to be a better person. And we want our team, multiple teams, our school, the university that we follow so closely to be better than what they were in 2018 because we expect the same out of us. Can they in general be better? Can they make progress? Can they move forward? Can they be something that we are proud of, that we want to be a part of, that we continue to be a 
loving and genuine and, and just passionate about? Can they continue on that track? I think they can. It'll take time. It'll take work. But I think they can. And then at the end of the day, you're going to look back at the end of 2019, a year from now, going into 2020. And we're probably going to have the same conversation. And you got to look back at your goals that you set, how you felt about Arkansas and what they should have to accomplish this year. And when you look back on it, are you going to say, you know, that was pretty good. I was pretty happy with that. Let's get better from it. Let's build upon it. Let's keep it going. I hope to goodness we all say that. Because honestly, I don't think I could do another football season like we saw. And I don't think any of you can. And none of us deserve that. None of us do. But New Year's resolutions for you, the individual, is about getting better. Can Arkansas do the same thing in their respective sports? Hey, guys, bowl season is almost over. You have a national championship game left, and that's it. And college football sucks, doesn't it? But it's okay. You know why? Because college basketball is starting up. You got NFL playoffs. You got all these sports going on. You got the NBA. Things that you are really excited about moving on from college football. You're excited about it, right? Well, the only reason you're excited is because you get to watch it. Well, what better way to watch it than with Sling TV? For $30 a month, you get the ESPN networks, Pac-12 networks, SEC networks, and so much more. And you can stream it on your big screen and on your favorite mobile devices. It gives you the live TV you love only better because they have no useless channels, no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and you can cancel at any time. If you're sick of paying for 20 channels you never watch and you just want to see your own team win, just deal with this. That's what I do. I don't worry about the rest of the crap. I don't want to see a bunch of Pac-12 teams I don't care about. I don't even want to see a bunch of other shows, reality shows, The Bachelor, whatever. I don't want to watch that. I want to watch my sports. And that's what Sling TV does for you. And here's an exclusive offer for all you Sling listeners. Get this. Sign up today at Sling.com slash locked on. That's Sling.com slash locked on. S-L-I-N-G dot com slash locked on. And you get a free seven-day trial. Give it a shot. Tell me what you think. I promise you won't be disappointed. You'll enjoy it as much as I enjoy it. That's for sure. So I encourage you to go to sling.com slash locked on. Try it out. Let me know what you think with that free seven-day trial, and I promise you, you will not be disappointed. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You know, this is uh, it's always fun to talk about bowl games. It's always fun to give hot takes and strong opinions about bowl games because there are so many storylines that come from all of them. For instance, LSU beating Central Florida the way they did, 40-32, to 32, had a lot of people giving their hot takes. And whether or not LSU beat them bad enough, whether or not UCF deserves any credit, whether or not they're a good enough team, I mean, just all this stuff comes from one simple game. And it's the same thing with Georgia versus Texas. Georgia loses to Texas by a touchdown, 28-21, to and people are just rolling with the hot takes of what, what it means. Is Texas back? Is Georgia falling off? Is Kirby Smart lost it? You know, just all of this stuff is just mind-boggling and, and why we have to have such hot takes, such ridiculous opinions out of bowl games when it's normally a pretty meaningless bowl game that doesn't mean much. I mean, it's interesting, but it's annoying. One game should never determine major changes or cause major changes to college football. If Central Florida would have beaten LSU, 
that should not put into place immediately because of that reason and that reason alone, they expand to eight teams. Or that Central Florida deserves a chance for sure in the college football playoff and you know they got screwed over. That is not what that means. College football expansion, for instance, I think it still should happen, but also has nothing to do with how the teams performed outside of the top four. Because we know that Notre Dame and Clemson lost, obviously. Or Notre Dame and Oklahoma, excuse me. Notre Dame and Oklahoma lost. But when Georgia loses to Texas, people say, ooh, yeah, they're they're not one of them. They shouldn't have been there. They were crowing a lot, but they shouldn't have been there. And then when the number eight team loses in Michigan, or seven team loses in Michigan, and number eight loses, and number nine loses. I mean, all these teams lose. Washington, Washington State, whatever. They all lose. Everyone's like, oh, my goodness gracious. See? See, this is why we don't need an expanded playoff. You really want to see these teams in it? By God. Based off of stupid bowl games, that's what you're going to go with. Because Georgia lost to Texas, that immediately means they do not they did not deserve to be in the top four because they lost to them in a sugar bowl. Really. This is the stupidest opinion I think I can ever I can ever see anybody have where they feel like bowl games prove something. Bowl games prove jack squat. The only games that matter is the college football playoff. Those prove something because everything's out on the line. Bowl games prove nothing. Sometimes the motivation is lacking, which I'm not making an excuse, but it is reality. There's some teams that care more about the game than others. There's some times where in one game, in one instance, you don't play your best and the other team does and they get you. Nothing that's too out of the ordinary there. I mean, there's just a lot of things that go into these bowl games. I don't think people realize that, you know what? It's not always about, oh, if you lose, that means you suck and every, and your coach needs to be fired. But if you win, that means we should change progression and change how the entire landscape of college football goes. That's not how that works, nor should it ever work that way. And it's frustrating to hear people talk about it these ways. Listen, playoffs mean everything. We know that. And that's fine. Go with that. And then the rest of the bowl games... Use it as kind of like a fun exhibition game. I mean, essentially, that's what it is. Of course you want to win. You want your team to win no matter the bowl game. And coaches can be under scrutiny because of bowl games. I get it, and I totally understand that. But those are the for those individual teams, not for the landscape of college football. Georgia, to me, was still one of the top four, top five teams in the country. And losing to Texas by a touchdown in the Sugar Bowl does not change my mind in that fact. It doesn't. I mean, LSU beating Central Florida 40-32, to 32, does that change my mind in thinking that UCF, even though they went undefeated, they still should deserve a chance to play for the national title in the current format? Of course not. But maybe if there was eight teams, does, that, does LSU beating them by eight points change my mind? No, it doesn't. It's bowl games, folks. And we had the same issue when LSU and Alabama played each other in the national championship back in 2011. That eventually led to the playoff system taking place because so many people had ridiculous opinions about this whole ordeal about how we have to have playoffs because we can't have this anymore. We can't stand another SEC all-SEC matchup in the championship. We can't do it. So we got to do it. We got to figure it out. We got to change it. Why? Because one time, one time it happened. You know, it changed the whole landscape? No. Sorry, but no. Bowl games shouldn't determine these things. Bowl games should just be that. Bowl games. A bonus prize, if you will. Incentive. 
because there's a lot of teams that will never feel good or be confident or whatever about winning those games when their heart's not in it. And I'm not making an excuse because I still feel like no matter what, you should go out and play the game to win the game, which is also why I have a problem with people sitting out of bowl games. Hey, I understand you're in, it's the NFL and it's all about your career, but it's also all about your team too. And I feel like you let down your team in a lot of cases when you do that. That's neither here nor there. I could spend a whole other podcast talking about that. But my whole point is that in bowl games, I think we can take certain things from them. We can take the motivation or lack thereof from certain teams. I think we can take talent level and how it goes. I think we can take it for fans and how well they travel. I think that we can take it for how big of steps certain teams are playing, how they react after losing a game in the regular season, like say the final game of the regular season, how they react to that. For instance, Michigan getting blown out by Florida after getting blown out by Ohio State. Not exactly the ideal way to end your season. So how does that factor in? I think that is a factor. But these close games and these close bowl games and the fact that Oklahoma and Notre Dame didn't really compete at the highest level in their respective college football playoff games does not make them less of a program. Does that mean they weren't worthy of being in there? And does not mean that we should go back to a BCS format where we just pick two. Folks, this year was the exception to the rule. This year, there were clear-cut Black and white, two teams above all others, and those were Alabama and Clemson. Notre Dame went undefeated, so they got in, but you could, you knew that they weren't one of the they weren't on the same level as Clemson and Alabama. And then also Oklahoma got in; they were a good team, but we all knew that they wouldn't be able to compete. That defense is too porous, and so that was that was those were the best matchups you could ask for. But since Alabama and Clemson won outright and won pretty handily, everyone's wanting to throw up their arms. You're like, why do we even need a playoff? This was the exception to the rule. I guarantee you, next year, year after that, and the year after that, it's not going to be clear cut. There's going to be other teams that can fight for that. There are going to be other teams that are going to be in the play for winning a national championship. Could be an Oklahoma or a Georgia. Could be somebody like an Ohio State, depending on how they do without Urban Meyer. Could be Michigan. Maybe they take that next step forward. I mean, there are other teams out there that couldn't take the next step, and I feel like it's extremely unfair to judge them accordingly by the way that they played in one single game and judge this season by the fact that if you do or don't want playoff expansion. It's dumb. It's a dumb argument. So I'm basically coming out just to tell everybody to not worry about it. Don't don't freak out about this stuff. Don't pump your chest up and say, this is why my team's greatest because we won a bowl game. And don't do any of those things. Just worry about the simple things. Worry about taking advantage of the things that are in front of you. Worry about making it work. And worry about college football and making the product on the field better. When the product on the field is better, the rest will take care of itself. Plain and simple. You are locked on Razorbacks. Your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Well, appreciate everybody listening in to the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. We're also on Spotify, so be sure to check that out as well. You can also get after me on Twitter at your neighbor John. That's not it. It's Rush John Neighbors. Why would I say my old Twitter handle? My bad. It's been a long day. Follow me at Rush John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel. Tomorrow afternoon, have a great new year. I hope everyone had a great new year. Can't wait for 2019 to visit with you guys every single day. You guys are the best. 
Can't wait to speak to you then. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 